Hello and welcome. I am so glad that you're listening. This episode is going to be really useful to you if you are experiencing some frustration towards your partner, or maybe there's been some upset because they are doing something that you don't like or not doing something that they should be doing. And this is going to help you to shift that around. This is also going to be really useful to you to, even if you're not upset with your partner currently, we all know that conflict is just an inevitable part of relationships. It happens from time to time. And so this episode is going to give you a really practical tool that you can use to keep in your back pocket for the next time that there's some tension or frustration that happens in your relationship. So thanks for being here. I am your host. I'm April Boyd. I'm a psychotherapist and life coach and relationship expert. And I want to share with you a conversation that I was having with a woman yesterday. She was saying to me how Her and her partner were in a period of needing to do a long-distance relationship at this moment, and so they had gone from spending a lot of time together and feeling very connected and very close to all of a sudden being in really different rhythms, and she was feeling totally disconnected. Now, what she was sharing with me is that she was actually incredibly frustrated and incredibly upset because, and almost thinking about even ending the relationship, because her boyfriend was not really reaching out to her in the way that she wanted him to. So as we dug into that a little bit more, she was sharing with me that, you know, she would really want more text messages from him and that it was upsetting her that he seemed to just not really be thinking about her. So, of course, she had brought up that conversation with him, and she said, you know, I feel like you don't really even miss me while I'm gone. And he said to her, well, I don't really miss you. Like, it hasn't been that long, and, you know, my world is really full and busy. I'm so looking forward to seeing you. You mean so much to me. I can't wait to when I see you next time, but you're right, I haven't really been missing you while you're gone. I've been busy. And this really hurt her and really upset her to the point where she was almost thinking about ending this relationship. And so as I was chatting with her, I said, so what is the story that you're telling yourself about what it means that he's not contacting you as much as you want him to be? right? She was really wanting those good morning texts, maybe a few check-ins during the day, definitely that good night text. And they were just on really different pages with how much contact they each needed and craved while they were apart. And that was, of course, really painful for her. So when I asked her this question, because here's the thing, there's always the two layers of this, right? So the first layer is always you know, what's just happening on the surface? What's the reality of just the events and the actions that are happening? But the other layer and the part that really causes the pain and suffering, the part that becomes unbearable and gets us activated and really upset is the story that we tell ourselves about what it means that those actions are happening or not happening. 
And so this is related to that CBT work that we do where we look at really just identifying what are those thoughts, what are those stories that you're telling yourself, as Brene Brown would say, about why X is happening or not happening. And so, of course, her story was that she's not very important to him, he's not very committed, and he's just not that into her. So as we talked about this, that really did not seem to be the case. So, and what I offered her was that it's actually kind of incredible that your partner could just be telling you what you want to hear right now. He could be saying, oh, of course I miss you so much. Yes, I'm missing you unbearably. This has been awful to be apart. But instead... How very cool and grounded and mature of him to say, you know, I care about you so much. You mean so much to me. But no, the truth is I've actually been too busy to miss you, right? I've actually been too full to experience a real longing, a real gap in my world. And That was a bit hard to hear, right? Because when we really think about it, we want to hear those things, right? And of course we do. We want to hear the loving thing. But what a neat moment that he was actually offering her to say, this might be hard to hear, but I'm going to, one, tell you the truth, and two, in doing so, I'm going to actually let you into my world in a much more intimate and deeper way than me just blowing up your phone (laughs) all day long with reactive or mandatory text messages. How interesting that when we're craving connection, when you're craving deeper intimacy, this is what he potentially was actually really inviting her into, right? I'm not necessarily going to be texting you every day, but I'm going to allow you to really know who I am. And wow, what a trust-building dynamic to have in your relationship. I'm like, he sounds like a keeper. <laughs> and, and it takes a lot to be able to say, you know, I'd rather hear the hard-to-hear thing and get to know somebody at a deeper level. And, you know, part of that deeper level for him as we talk through it, highly independent, high-pressure job, really full life. And as she shared about, you know, just the relationship dynamics with other people in his world, his pace of how often he would make contact with people, his friends, his family, was significantly different than her own natural rhythm with friends and family. And so as we move through this, And understandably, she was hurting. It's really hard when the person that we, you know, are in love with and want to be with is triggering our buttons. But it's really helpful to step back and notice your buttons are being triggered. And so I said to her, you know, that story that you're telling doesn't actually seem to be true. That story that you're telling that he doesn't like you actually seems to be more about, you know, a wound for you or just an issue for you than it is for him, right? For him, it's just kind of who he is. And so it got me really thinking about this point. We so often want our partners to be the one to change 
And I am so guilty of that myself. I recently was on vacation with my partner and I don't even know how this was happening. It was just kind of this wonderful and magical like timing of somehow things coming together where I just kept having these moments of seeing him almost from a distance, seeing him almost as if it was like the first few dates of us being together, getting to know each other. And it was so interesting for me to observe and realize how much when we're in a relationship, we really merge with our partners, right? In many ways, what I know happens for a lot of couples, and it certainly happens in my own relationship, we almost start to see our partner's as an extension of our own selves, right? They're our other half. (laughs) All of that kind of language really seems to support that. But when we think about just, and I think of this as I talk to so many couples, both in my personal life and of course my private practice, where there's just this almost sense of, I have the right to this person. In some way or form, this person is mine. And while there might be all kinds of romantic notions around that, at the end of the day, that's not actually true. They're their own independent person. And so as I was having these moments of seeing my partner almost from a distance, almost with these fresh eyes, it occurred to me of how much of my own self I have put onto him. Let me explain a little bit about what I mean. So, so much of those, so many of those times when I'm like, ah, you know, if only he would do it like this, if only he would learn to respond more like this, if only he was more this or that or that, right? And without really realizing it, because of course, in those moments, (laughs) I think I'm being the ambassador of the relationship, right? I think I'm being the guardian of the longevity of our relationship when I'm pushing for those changes. But it was interesting to me as I saw him with these fresh eyes of really just one, so happily realizing that like if I had met him out present tense right now, I would still absolutely fall for him. And so much appreciation for just who he is. And also such a clear awareness in those moments of how very fundamentally different He is for me in so many ways, right? In so many ways, we have many things that are in common and that are shared and overlap, you know, with our values, with our desires, all of that kind of stuff. But we also have so many parts of our personality, how we see the world, how we move through the world that are just fundamentally very different. And so as I noticed that, I became aware of, you know, all those moments where he tries to adapt to essentially do what I want him to do and be more like me, which is interesting when you think about it, that that is what we are putting on our partners without really realizing it all the time. I want them to be more like me. And often, you know, and as an example of the woman that I was sharing about earlier, We want them to be more like us because then we can feel safer, right? Then we don't have to tell ourselves a story about what their difference means because that story is always a story about us. 
here's what it means about what he or she thinks of me that they're doing this or this. Here's what it must mean that she's doing this or not doing that. Here's what it means that she must think or feel about me. And while there's times where that might be valid and times that that needs to be explored, I think there's also times where it just means that someone is fundamentally different than you. And so as I was having this conversation with the woman, I said, okay, so he's showing you who he is. He's telling you very openly and honestly who he is at that heart level, right? At that true personality level. Is this a deal breaker for you? And as we talked about it, you know, he had so many other wonderful qualities that were worth hanging on to. And so we can get so triggered that we risk throwing away or sabotaging a really potentially wonderful relationship because we're triggered, because we're telling ourselves a story about what it means. So my little trick for you is, what if you are the one that needs to change? What if? Now, obviously, I'm not talking about putting up with things that you should definitely not put up with, like abuse or anything like that in your relationships, right? Or something that truly is a deal breaker for you, one of those situations where you know that you're not really okay and you should not really be you know, forgiving or moving past something. But ultimately those times where there's those small moments, that daily grind, those things that drive you crazy about your partner, but those things that if somebody had told you when you were first dating them, when you were first falling in love with them, okay, here's all the wonderful qualities about this human being. Here's all the things that you're going to get in this package, in this relationship with them. And here's the things that are going to drive you a bit crazy. Here's the things you're going to fight over. Would that be a deal breaker for you? This question is a really important one. I remember, and if you've been in the Reset Your Mindset group, you've probably heard me tell a story of how, you know, my partner and I had gone through this uh, period of time where I was so frustrated with him. He was driving me crazy. We just seemed to be on very different pages. And I noticed that, you know, these little things that he was doing were really driving me nuts. So it was things like, you know, leaving his bag in the hallway, leaving his socks on the floor, little insignificant stuff. But I was taking each of those things essentially as a sign of disrespect and as an attack against me, which ultimately was not the truth. The truth is like, that's just kind of how he lives. But that's the story that I was telling myself. And I had this moment when I realized when I was first falling in love with him, if somebody had said to me, hey, April, you get to have this really great guy and you're probably going to have to pick up his socks for the next 40 years. I would have laughed my head off and said, done deal. Like, where do I sign up for that? Done deal. But as we merge into a relationship, we can start to kind of lose some of that magic, lose some of that 
deep appreciation and deep gratitude for the person who's in front of you. And we can start to really expect them to be like how we are in whatever way or form that is for you. So notice if that habit is happening for you. And the questions that I want you to ask yourself is, and you can get a notebook if it's safe for you to do so when you have the time in this moment. What's the story that you're telling yourself? Is this thing that's bothering you a deal breaker? And you need to get honest with yourself about that. Sometimes we can get really mad and because we're upset, we're like, yeah, I'm never going to put up with this again. And you're like, really? Like if you, you're going to break up with this great guy because he's a lousy texter, right? Like you're going to break up with this great guy because he leaves socks on the floor. Like we can get kind of really amped up and charged emotionally about it, which is why it's really good to kind of burn that off with like writing out in your journal or getting out for a run or like something to help you just get some of that tense energy out of your system so you can step back and look at it with fresh eyes. And so this is the trick that I want you to think of with your partner. What if you could just let them be the way that they are and just let them be a separate human being? their own individual person. What might that feel like for you to step back, release this idea that they should be the version of themselves that you want them to be? And again, we're talking a relationship that is safe, right? But can you consider surrendering into this power struggle, into this tug of war, And instead, just see them as that human being that you might have been seeing on your first or second or third date, whenever that was that you were starting to kind of get really into them. Can you just see them as your own separate person? And can you give them that love, that deep, deep love and respect to say, hey, you know what, even though I would like several texts a day or a couple texts a day or whatever that is, I'm gonna adjust. So maybe I'm gonna adjust my expectations to I only am gonna get a text from him probably every three days or a phone call from him or FaceTime from him or whatever. I'm only gonna get that every couple days Because that's just his rhythm. And I can make room for him to also be himself in this relationship. And then if he texts you on day two, it's a pleasant surprise. And we take out all of this energy of this tug of war where he then starts defending his independence, his space, his identity. And She's pulling for more and more and more and more and more, right? And potentially pulling for more than she even actually needs or wants. Well, I shouldn't say wants. Of course she wants it. Than she actually needs, right? Do you actually need him to text you several times a day? Or is that just the way you like it? Could you make room for him to be more of himself and have quality over quantity? 
right? So as I offer this, I want you to think through what that example might be in your relationship or in your world where can you make room for them to be a bit more who they are? Can you be the one to offer them that grace instead of demanding that they adapt, change, and become more like you? Just something to think about today. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. If you have a topic or question that you would like to hear about, let me know. And it could be the topic of a future episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you found this helpful, I would love it so much if you took a screenshot and shared it on Instagram and shared it with a friend who might benefit from hearing this too. This helps me get my work out and into the ears of people who can benefit of this and become a part of the circle with us. So thanks so much. I will see you next time.